danger! Ow. Bob, what are you doing? You gave me a heart attack. Tracy, can we talk for a minute? What are you doing in the alley? I don't want Mrs. Shorter to see me. Keep your head down. Come here. She's doing her nightly vacuuming in the hardware store. Sorry, these are not my alley shoes. Um, we can talk in the beauty. I'll even close the blinds. So, what's going on? My arm hurts. Did you have to hit me that hard? I thought you were a stalker or something. Tracy, we live in Dandy, not New York City. You can't be too careful. I have a question. Sort of a delicate topic. If this is about you and Mrs. Shorter, I... It's about Paul. Paul? Specifically, Paul's oils. Paul's oils? They were pretty profitable, weren't they? Oh. (laughs) Those... Those Paul's oils, okay. What did you think I was talking about? Nothing. You made a lot of money with them, right? Well, Paul started out selling antiques. The oil business really just took off. At least once he convinced the town he wasn't a warlock, selling them Eye of Newt and Wing of Bat. They sure made a believer out of Mrs. Shorter. And the oils, uh, they didn't take up much space in his shop, right? They're so small, he set them up in a different little testing station. Even brought in a feng shui expert to arrange it all. Right, right. I don't know what feng shui is. Feng shui? It's like a, you know, um, thing where you... It's a fancy hipster. Right. Uh, So if someone, I don't know who, uh, but if someone in town were to say, start selling them, They'd have a ready-made customer base, don't you think? Yeah, I'd say. Uh, in fact, yesterday Mrs. Talwood got so desperate, she was dabbing in some oil from a Glade plug-in. Mrs. Shorter tied a black ribbon around her diffuser. Even Kinders has been rationing the last of her primrose oil. It helps with hot flashes. Aren't those supposed to eventually stop? I think it's all an act. So she can appear younger than she is? Now the thing is, if someone were to start selling oils, where do they buy them wholesale? You know, hypothetically. Paul got his from a big supplier in California. Oh, actually, I think I have a few old catalogs he brought over. You can have them. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, uh, my friend will really appreciate them. Of course. Thanks. So... Why don't you want Mrs. Shorter to know about you, uh, your friend, selling essential oils? Well, uh, my friend, well, he's always been in the tool business, you know, a hard-working, tough-as-nails kind of guy. And your friend is nervous about looking like a hipster snowflake who sells essential oils. Exactly. You get it. Let me see. I think they're in this magazine rack over here. I really appreciate this, Tracy. Not a problem, Bob. Just give the beauty a discount or something. Deal. Oh, here you go. Oh, wait. That's a 1995 issue of Cosmo. Oh, look at that. Cindy Crawford and Richard Gere broke up. So sad. When your world is falling apart and you don't quite know who you are well maybe that was by design because everything is fine everything is fine it's fine and dandy hi daddy hey pumpkin oh long day uh, i just i'm ready to take these shoes off and put my feet up <sighs> 
Well, you could always wear something comfortable. These shoes are comfortable. They look like medieval torture devices. Nope. They're... <clears throat> just... Oh, gosh. They're just hard to... You need help? Okay, could you just pull and I'll grab the railing and do this. Pull! Oh, I am! Ow, 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 ow! It won't budge. Maybe if I get a shoehorn and some butter. Okay, I just, I just need to sit down for a bit, let the swelling go down. Oh, uh, look, there goes Jed again. Hey! I have hardly seen him in the last couple weeks. That boy always seems to be in a hurry these days. Well, at least he still returns my texts. But it's always, like, hours later. I waited eight hours yesterday, and all I got back was K. Did you know he drives by this way almost every evening about this time? Do you have any idea where he's going? No idea. Don't you find that odd? Nope. Aren't you just a, a little bit curious about where he's going? Nope. Well, I am going to go find out, one way or another. Oh, Mrs. Kinders, just the person I was waiting for. Should I be concerned? Nope. I happen to be in need of your superpower. And just what would my superpower be? Is it your talent for using so many coupons that the grocery store owes you money? Your ability to send a thank you note that arrives before someone gives you a gift? No, no, none of that. Um, I need your ability to extract information. Oh, is that all? I can do that in my sleep. It's true. She sleep gossips. I mean, sleep prayer requests. I mean, um... Uh... And on what subject do you need information? Jed... I can't figure out where he goes every night. I... I already told you all of my information about Jed. There has to be more. What have you tried? I followed him in my car while he's patrolling the town. You, you do what? It's my duty to know what's going on in this town. I'm the president, vice president, secretary, and treasurer of the Neighborhood Watch Association. Well, then you must have some inside info on where he's going. No. He caught me following him one night and made up some story about an emergency town hall vote. So naturally, I rushed back to Dandy to preserve our democracy, only to find out it was all a ruse. Well, does anyone know anything? Because I am at a dead end. Did you try asking him? Ha! Huh, wasn't born yesterday. Honestly, sometimes it's hard to tell. Yes, I asked him. He didn't say anything. I heard he has a secret donut addiction. And his dealer lives in the outskirts of town in some scuzzy apartment with a Rottweiler named Spike. That's rather specific. Well, I heard he's building a rocket in a barn. Just like the plot of Astronaut Farmer. I don't think Jed has any ambitions for going into space. I don't know. Have you asked him? No. Then you can't be sure. He may secretly desire to go to space. I'm his best friend. He doesn't have any secrets from me. Except where he goes every night. There's, there's that. Then he could secretly want to be an astronaut. I mean, I guess it's possible. Really? I'm sure there's a logical explanation. Yeah. But the dramatic ones are more fun. Please, I'm being driven up the wall, not knowing, and... <sighs> I know... 
You asked me to do this, but I need your help. <sighs> Fine, we will help. What might you be willing to provide in return for my services? Oh, so that's how we're going to play this? How about a free salon service for a week? A month. Two weeks. Two months. Sheesh, you drive a hard bargain. Three weeks, and Starsky and Hutch over here can get in on the freebies ooh, too. Ooh, ooh. Please, oh, please, yes, please, 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 and I want to be Starsky, by the way. Fine, you've got a deal. Wait, you were already looking into Jed. You asked me to inform you, and I agreed. I just gave you free salon services for what your, your help with what you already asked me to do. How does that work? Capitalism. That's... No. no take backs. Now, ladies, since Tracy has utterly failed to find out anything useful, we must take drastic measures. The only way to find out the truth is to activate the phone tree. <laughs> the what now? You mean business now. You haven't activated the phone tree since the lawn ornament scandal of 95. Ugh, the horror. Girls. Do you both still have the instructions for the phone tree? Yes. Each of us calls two assigned people. Then they call two assigned people. And then they call two assigned people. And then they call two assigned people. Okay, and okay then... I think I get the picture. My two people are the preacher and Henry the bartender. Both extremely valuable sources. And mine are Betty at the police station and... and... Well... Who else? Your mother. Oh. Mrs. Tallwood, you'll just have to call Tracy, I suppose. She's at the same number, after all. She can speak for the Danvers household now. Why call me? You already know I don't have any information, and I'm standing right here. Do you dare question the phone tree? The most sacred of our ways. Did I hear someone say phone tree? It's not about lawn ornaments this time, if that's what you're wondering. No, no, we have bigger fish to fry. Much bigger. Mrs. Conders, if I have to hear one more word from you about my flamingos, I'm painting the entire building pink, and I don't make empty threats. What about flamingos? It's ancient history. Water under the bridge. Like hell it is. You know that little flower bed out by the sidewalk? Uh-huh. I live in an apartment, and that's the only little slice of earth I have. I plant the flowers. I water them. I weed them. No one but me. So when I wanted to put in a pink flamingo or two, guess who put her foot down? It's town property. No ornaments allowed on town property. The town doesn't take care of it. I do. As my niece Skylar says, don't hate the player, hate the game. What happened? Mrs. Conders activated the phone tree and got everyone in town to vote to remove my flamingos. Forcibly. Democracy at work. But they didn't stop there. Oh, no. They voted to ban all pink flamingos inside city limits. Wait, isn't that discrimination against flamingos? Flamingos are still allowed, just not pink. When have you ever seen a non-pink flamingo? Did you know flamingos are pink because they eat shrimp? I learned that on the Discovery Channel. Well, maybe I'll activate the phone tree, too and drum up support for a new law. Pink flamingos everywhere. The very thought of it. Can we get back to the matter on hand? Why do you need the phone tree? 
Jed? What about Jed? I, I need to know where he's going. Oh, leave the poor boy alone. Not when a sister is in need. What? That is a sacred duty of the phone tree. To help the sisterhood of women in this town whenever there is need. Aren't your two phone tree people men? It's the preacher and Henry. Henry has a wife. Henry is married? Enough. I'm going to go home and begin the phone tree. Aren't Mrs. Shorter and I your assigned people? I... Can't we just talk now? If there's no phone in the phone tree, it's just a tree. And I'm sure someone would try to put a tacky pink flamingo in front of it. Good day, ladies. Can't you just use your cell phone? Guess not. It's tradition, dear. Join the 21st century. I have. I forward my home phone to myself. Then why... Never, never mind. You know, Jed's not the only one acting suspicious. My husband has not been himself lately. Oh. He's been coming home late from the store and making phone calls that he does not want me on. He does them on his cell phone, so I can't even party line. Party line. It's when you are on the other phone and can hear and talk with the other people. You used to be able to do that around here between houses. You mean kinders could yep listened in to every phone call made in town marriages were saved because of her heroic efforts thank the good lord above for cell phones she's in negotiations with the cell tower company to try to get a patch in she can be very persuasive how'd you find out about bob's phone calls easy i pulled his cell phone records seems he's been dialing the same number for the past week multiple times it's a California number, no less. And you know how they are in California, with their suntans and their after-Labor Day whites. Who do you think he's... talking to? Probably some 25-year-old bottle blonde in Venice Beach, wearing a bikini the size of a cocktail napkin, and an exotic drink the size of her... <laughs> oh, never mind! Hello? Hi, Preacher. It's Mrs. Shorter. How are you? Fine. And you? Fine, fine. Now listen, I'm calling to see if you have any information about Jet and his nightly wanderings outside of Dandy. Have you noticed anything unusual? Well, he did say something about working a different shift now and then, and he does seem more preoccupied than usual. Daddy! This is Mrs. Tallwood. Have you seen Jed lately? Really? <laughs> hey, Ralph. This is Bob. I hate to ask, but, uh, Mrs. Shorter says I have to. Has Jed brought his car in for service lately? Hey, this is Matt Pickle. I was wondering, did Jed fill up at the stop and go last Thursday night? And the moon pie? Hey, Mackenzie, it's Ashley from school. Hey, uh, real quick, did you happen to see Officer Porter at the game last Friday? No? Okay. Hmm. Hello, may I speak with Mayor Thompson? Not available. Well, fine. I'll call her emergency number. Dawn? Yeah, Tracy? Have you been to the lawn and garden store? Maybe. Do they have to stay in the office? <laughs> what? You don't like pink flamingos? It, it looks like they're following me around the room with their eyes. <laughs> It'll just be for a little while longer. You planning civil disobedience? I like it. I picked up a few cans of spray paint, too. 
so I can have flamingos in all the colors of the rainbow. Except pink, of course. Well, look alive. Here comes the dandy garden club. Make way, ladies. I have got to speak with Tracy. Oh, no. What did I do now? Nothing this time. But we've got a real emergency on our hands. Color wash out in the shower again? Even worse than that, if you can believe it. It's about Jed. We need to do something as soon as possible. I've instructed everyone to meet at the pickle tonight. The theme is Under the Sea. And we all know how much Jed loves crab legs. (sighs) Can't you just tell me now? (sighs) What was I thinking? Order up. Is this the trout or the sea bass? Sea bass. Here you go, Bob. Would you like any tartar sauce? Y'all got any of that yum yum sauce? Uh, I'll see what we have in the fridge. Matt, can I order five loaves and two fish? What kind of loaves? How do you like my outfit, dear? At least you're getting some more use out of that mermaid tail. Is that all you have to say? If you're fishing for a compliment, I think this takes it a little too far. Sheesh. Where are you going? Away. Do you need any help, Mrs. Shorter? No, thank you. I got it. You would move faster without the tail. Quiet. I am making my dramatic exit. How's that going for you? Welcome to Under the Sea Night. Have a seat wherever you like. Let's sit near the door. Good plan. Did you bring the chain? And the padlock, too. Good work. Heads up. Here comes Jen. Are you sure this is going to work? Just follow my lead. Oh, this is not gonna be good. This is not gonna be good. Welcome to Under the Sea Night. Have a... uh, (laughs) Offer supporter. Welcome. Uh, Have a seat. Yes, Jed. Have a seat. Hi, Kat. Wait, um... Did you two come together? Jed? Me? No, no. Mrs. Tallwood, now... What are you doing to that door? This is an intervention, Jed. We had to keep you here somehow. This is a fire code violation on so many levels. Didn't we do this hostage thing last week? We're only doing this because we care about you, Jed. Intervention? Care what? Tracy! What? What did you say? Nothing. This was not my idea. I'm calling this in. It's too dangerous for all of us to be in here without an exit. Don't worry. There's an exit right behind the lunch counter. I didn't bring a chain for that. Don't worry. Bob and I will block that door. Count me in. As long as we can all get out okay. I'll make sure we can safely egress if needed. What is going on here? We know the truth. Don't try to deny it. And we want you to know there is help on the other side. I still have no idea what you're talking about. The cult, Jed. We all know about the cult. Order up. The kinders just tell him we all know about, you know... The C word? Yeah. My bad. What cult? You're gone all the time. You won't tell anyone where you're going. You're distancing yourself from your friends. You are highly distracted. You have even started talking differently. You seem more tired. You're even dressing differently. Classic signs. (laughs) Wow. The whole town is concerned for your well-being. You're all in on this? Thank goodness for the phone tree. If it weren't for the community, we would never have figured out why you were leaving town every evening. And, well, I have to give Tracy credit. She got the ball rolling. Tracy? You got the whole town believing I'm in a cult? Well, I haven't heard you deny it. This is madness. I'm not in a cult. Oh, yeah? Then 
Prove it. I am not in a cult. Well, that is just what someone in a cult would say. He's not in a cult. Oh, yeah? And how would you know that? We work together, and I'm trained to recognize the signs. We can read the signs, too. All your signs can be easily explained by a million different things. Including that Jed is in a cult. No. No? Have any of you noticed fundamental differences in Jed? Or what he believes? Or how he thinks? I don't know. He doesn't seem to want to hang out with me anymore. Tracy, could we really not do this at a town hall meeting? Whatever. No, we have not noticed any changes like that. Then I would strongly suggest that Jed is not in a cult. Then where do you go every night? What is your secret? I don't have to tell you. We're best friends. You're supposed to tell your best friend everything. Not everything. Whose side are you on? The law side. He doesn't have to tell you anything. I I know that, okay? But he... He should want to tell me. We are friends still, right? Yes, Tracy, we're still friends. Because you weren't talking to me, and I was beginning to worry. I'm not in a cult. Okay, but I wish you would still tell me. Let it go, Trace. The whole town is worried. I can see that. But it is my own business right now, and I want to keep it that way. We understand. We're just worried about you. Was Under the Sea Night just an excuse to get me here? What? No. Theme nights. Yes. Really, Trace, you couldn't just leave this well enough alone. You had to drag the whole town into our business. What? This was Kinders. I'd expect this kind of thing from Mrs. Kinders. No offense. But not from you. Matt, I think I'm going to have to take a rain check on those crab legs. Mrs. Kinders, the key, please. One second. It's in my bra. Well, I still think he's in a cult. Wow. Don, those look great. Thank you. Lawn ornaments my behind. These flamingos are works of art. I agree. I I like this sign. Hashtag flamingo freedom. (laughs) Nice touch. So, how you doing? Well, I cried myself to sleep last night, and uh, this morning I came pretty close to deleting Jed's phone number. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he'll never call me again, so why should I ever call him? (laughs) Oh, sweetheart, it's not as bad as all that. (sighs) Jed was just a little embarrassed, but he'll cool off. We all did come on a little strong last night. But I'm sure this will all be a funny story we laugh about real soon. I hope you're right. Want to help? I got two more flamingos to go. Bob, what's the... what's in the trench coat? You look like one of them guys in New York City selling stolen watches. I gotta get inside before Mrs. Shorter sees. Do you have any clue what that was about? Just someone else in Dandy with a secret. Well, your stupid daughter did it again, Mom. Why couldn't I have left well enough alone? Jed obviously didn't want me or anyone else to know his business, and now I've gone and made a big, huge deal out of it. Maybe. Maybe it's time I adjust to the fact that Jed and I are never going to be together. He has his own life and secrets, and he doesn't want to share. 
Just like you. How come, Mom, you never told us anything about yourself? And why didn't I take the time to listen or ask? I used to be the one complaining that things never change in Dandy. That used to be me. <laughs> I think that bothered you too, Mom. <laughs> it's the one thing we have in common with each other. Now, Bob's selling essential oils. The pickle is a different restaurant every night of the week. And Jed isn't my best friend anymore. This has been a Fountain City Films production, created and produced by Adam Bova and directed by Danielle M. Thompson. For more shenanigans and dandy, subscribe wherever you listen to audio shows. Mrs. Kinders would like me to remind you to leave us a review. Tracy wants you to share Fine and Dandy with a friend. Mrs. Shorter wanted me to remind you that there is more content on our Facebook page, Fine and Dandy, starring Alina Grace as Tracy Danvers, Jed, portrayed by Brandon Wetch, Mrs. Kinders, played by Ellen Clements, Mrs. Tallwood by Frances Mitchell, Mrs. Shorter by Gina Dobson. The character of Bob is played by Dave Hobbs, Dawn by Jennifer Hines Pyle, Mr. Danvers, played by Tom O'Brien, Ashley by Peyton Julie Hausman, and Matt is played by Minor Stickley. The Preacher is portrayed by Chris Corcolo, Cat by Katie Wetch, The Mayor by Pamela Milosovis, and additional characters by Landon Hausman. Today's episode was written by Danielle M. Thompson. Additional material by Adam Bova, Brianna Capo, Elizabeth Young, and Hannah Eden Young. The theme music was created and performed by Chelsea Nettleton.